Hey everyone, welcome back to the IWP Network, or if it's your first time, thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you so much for choosing this podcast, and feedback is always welcome. So make sure to check the links below for all social media links, audio and video versions of this show, and merch. We look forward to hearing from you and hearing that feedback, and enjoy the show. All right. I hope it's better now. Is it fixed? I hope so. <laughs> Give us a shout out in the chats. Let us know this is good. Uh, that's the that's the perks of going live. You know, you never know sometimes. And when you're a one man show, it's it's tough. But thank you everyone who quick got in the chat and fixed it immediately and helped us out. If it's still working, um, uh, yeah, because it's hard to do this <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Um, let's get the sponsor out real quick, and then we'll say the spiel we said last time. We're good. Thank you, Millie. You're the best. Um, Thank you to our sponsors, uh, Abaddon Tattoo Studios, a unique professional experience nestled in the small town of Pine Grove, Pennsylvania. They provide high-quality tattoos and piercings in a relaxed, professional, and sterile environment. Uh, You can check the links below. They have Facebook, Twitter, phone number, call, make an appointment. Um, Instagram's a good way to go with them because they hyperlink all of their tattoo artists on there, and you can go and check all their work and really get an idea what they're capable of. I'm going to be honest. It's one of the only shops... I've been to in a long time where it's like, man, I'll let anyone in that shop tattoo me. Like huh? everyone's fantastic. Um, so yeah. And we also did a Patreon. So we do have a Patreon. It's a dollar. If you want to just get a shout out on the show, it's $5. If you want to get bonus content. Now as someone who's a Patreon subscriber, <laughs> what do you, what do you think of the, do you think the bonus content? Is good? It, yes. I, yes. We're I trying. It. I, I'm going to be honest. I thought last night's Not Cool in High School bonus episode was really good. It was. It like, was good. It reminded me of an old school episode where we kind of just, it was more or less us. So right. when we put a podcast out, if we want to get new listeners, it, I feel like it's tough because if you come in late, you feel like you're missing inside jokes and you feel like you're not part of the family yet. Mm-hmm. So if we do like topics, at least you're there for the topic and right. you can learn about the topic. And if you really want to go back to the old school version, the Patreon's for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's five bucks and you get a bunch of bonus content. So I want to thank, uh, Keith Skater, uh, Jennifer Myers here, or Jen Myers, Austin Blackwell, Jay, the High Rhythm and Other Words podcast, the PA Piledriver podcast, and the brand new subscriber, Brad Zalonis. Thank you, man. It means a lot. Um, the Patreon, like they said, you guys are helping us that it's like a monthly thing. You, you it's a, and it helps us get better equipment and, and makes us do cool things. Now we did do something very special on what was it? Banging beers. Was it Bang and Beers? Yes. Yes, Bang and Beers. So we said, hey, you know, we do a live thing too with those shows where when you're on there, we had like a special giveaway. And on that special giveaway, you won because you're one of seven <laughs> people who watched religiously um, on the Patreon. So we, we said a code, word, a code word, and the code word was a $100 gift card to Abaddon Tattoo Studios. So if you're looking to get a tattoo, we got four more of these, and we're going to give one out this episode. Ooh. So if you want to win... A gift card. All you have to do right now, easy. Hit that share button. <laughs> share, share, share this stream, and then at the end of the stream, um, we'll we'll let this go for two or three days. I'll, I'll, by because I I think I have another interview coming up next week. Yeah, by the by the next, we'll announce the episode, the winner next episode. So we'll give you a week to to share it. 
Uh, tell your friends to share it, and then you guys can have a chance to win a $100 gift card off a tattoo or piercing. So that's that's a great deal, and that's because of our great sponsors over at Abaddon. Um, yeah, and then also check the links below. Follow us on all social media, Facebook, Twitter. I'm trying to get better on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, uh, all, all, all major platforms. Now, another thing we did real quick that was uh, that's news, news is before when you listen to the audio versions, it was on Spotify everywhere. And it still is. We're, we're still working on to get the licensing or the distribution for the other places. So right now, it's only on Spotify or Anchor. But if you search interviews with everyday people, it has its own platform now. I, I took all 90, now eight episodes, and transferred them over to its own platform, and I did that with all four show, all five shows. So it took me a long, long time. So if you can help us out by going over Spotify, hit follow, and then if you're waiting for Apple, please do that as well. Reviews, follows, shares, all that really helps us get grow, get grow, get grow, get grow, and get us out there for more eyes and attention. Uh, that. So today we have Jen on the show. She has a very interesting story. Uh, about your little one, your little guy, Alex. He's like yep. my, my little buddy. He is. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna learn about what he his his battle that he went through at a young age, and he's still he's still going yep. through. Yep. And uh, we're gonna have some beers. We're drinking a, a the Jamba from Fourscore. It's my favorite one. Yeah, this is the apricot peach it ta- and marshmallow. It tastes like uh, if you had a fuzzy navel and and put a scoop of fluff in it. It's pretty fantastic. It's good. Um, so yeah, we'll get into the story, and then it, it is the. Awareness month of yeah. what he has, right? Congenital heart defect awareness month. Yeah. CHD is much easier to say. I seen, I was looking through a lot of the photos and stuff, and uh, boy, that was not easy. No, it, it <laughs> no. To, to birth a kid and then see them go through what he went through, and yeah, it was, it's, it's going to be an interesting story. Um, so we'll, we hope you guys enjoy the story, story and uh, maybe get some insight of what went through with this and and uh like i said everyone has that story and that's the purpose mm-hmm. of this podcast so uh so when so let's go through the, the timeline here okay. you've already had a child yes everything was yeah emily good. was healthy emily was perfect she, she was three and a half weeks early high blood pressure but she was fine yeah so the second uh your son you know you're pregnant your second time mm-hmm. with your son when do you find out that there's issues? Um, typically at your 20 week ultrasound or ultrasound scan, um, when they look over everything, the heart, the, all, all the organs, what, you know, whatever they can see in that ultrasound. So, um, and I was followed for being high risk last time. So I went to maternal fetal medicine, uh, montage mountain and they're like, okay, it's your 20 week ultrasound, you know? Okay. Yeah, whatever. So you did it on purpose. Cause they have concerts there. I know you're, <laughs> I seen your game. You're like, Put me near montage. Maybe I can catch some sounds. <laughs> yeah. After, <laughs> after my ultrasound, I'll go up the mountain. Um, so after they did the ultrasound, the tech, it came in and, and she said, Hey, um, I saw some stuff I didn't like on there. So the doctor, you know, is going to come in and, and, and take a look and we're like, okay. You know? So he's looking, you know, and I'm super nervous. I had no idea what he was going to say. And so at the end of the ultrasound, he's like, well, your, your your boy has a condition called hypoplastic left heart syndrome. And that's new. To, I have no idea because if you don't know anybody that has it, it's yeah. you don't you just don't know. And so, of course, panic mode, like in tears, crying, you know, all that other stuff, because I don't I don't know what to expect. I don't know what's going to happen to him. I know if he's OK in there, for, you know, for now or whatever. Um so they did do um, uh, what are those things called? An amniocentesis to see if there was other any other defects he could possibly have. All that came back negative. They checked for Down syndrome, this that. Every, so all that came back neg- negative. But the hypoplastic. How do they up, check that? They stick a needle in you. Really? <laughs> yeah. On the on the screen, you could see it going in because they have to look to see so they don't hit 
the baby, of course. Yeah, this giant needle goes into your stomach. It's it's wild. Holy shnikes. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, it was. That felt awesome, right? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was all it was all scary. Like I just had adrenaline going through my body at yeah. that point. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. Just just do what you need to do, I guess. Yeah, so. like Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> when they hit the the heart with oh, the, yeah, with with the, the adrenaline yeah. needle, like that's that's nutty. I, I've actually heard of a, a situation where I, I I think it might be a personal story, like somebody I knew, or maybe I, I I watch a lot of documentaries and stuff. But the the baby had issues, and they actually went in and did surgery they on the baby mm-hmm. while they're still in mm-hmm. the womb. Yeah, yeah, they did. I've heard of some hypoplastic left heart syndrome babies, HLHS for short. Um, having that done before they're born because they need intervention right away. Yeah. Yeah. That's like they can go in and do surgery on a unborn baby. Yeah, I'm so glad they didn't say that to me because I don't know if I could have handled that. I think they went through the girl's back when they did it. <laughs> they they went through her, like, I could be wrong. That's probably wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Don't quote me on that, please. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, so initially what that is is that the heart. The heart doesn't develop on, on the left side. It's, it's the, the, the left ventricle is very small compared to the right ventricle as like so this is obviously if you're listening audio you're not going to get the visual of this but if you if you research it um the yeah the right the right ventricle is is humongous and the left one is like very very small so uh, if you're watching video this is the 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 purple is the right ventricle and right above it is the left so the left is not doing as much work because the right one is is, is larger than the left yeah the yeah, yeah. The, the right ventricle does all the work um, because the left can't do that, can't do anything. So, because mm-hmm. with some cases though, some babies their their left ventricle does grow, which is very rare. And I, I've actually read stories of other mothers having it happen. And I'm like, well, maybe by some chance his will grow, but not. I wasn't, yeah, you know, that lucky. So, um, he had to have three surgeries. So, so what do they do in the surgery? Um, they, it's it's. There's there's three surgeries. They're now named after doctors. Um, the Norwood. Would they basically go in and um, they they redirect um, all the the oxygen rich blood with like a, a sano. It's called a sano shunt. There's a different other different shunt, but I can't remember what the name of it is off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But my son had a sano. And what that did was it helped with circulation. Basically, is what they're trying to do is get circulation moving. You know through the lungs and all that through the body because he he was kind of if you could have seen him before he had a surgery he was a little dusky a little not so pink but after a surgery he was looking much better because of the circulation he's not getting good yeah no no, no. no not good circulation you're not going to be as as rosy or as pink you might be right, maybe a that, little like not bl- like maybe bluish well they were it says here um your child will require open heart surgery to redirect oxygen-rich uh, red blood to oxygen-poor blue blood um after the operation the right side of the heart will do um, what is usually the job of the left side, pumping oxygenated blood throughout the body. Um, the deoxygenated blood will flow from the veins to the lungs without passing through the heart. So none of that passes through the heart. It goes it's, into the stint. Yeah, it, it's it's weird. So you're um, not you're you're so pretty much is what it's it's kind of doing is alleviating the job of the heart because the heart is is like a man a man short and instead right. of overworking the right ventricle mm-hmm. and right. Make, and causing damage this mm-hmm. stint is kind of replacing that yes okay mm-hmm. that's crazy they like come up with that like medical science is insane let me i want to get the um just three 
she's pulling up on her phone here just for the audio listeners. Uh, she's she's just doing a little more insight here. Now, w- what age was he while you're pulling this up? What age was his first surgery? He was less than 24 hours old. Wow. I had him. He was a C-section, a repeat C-section because my daughter was a C-section. Um, Did he go full term? Yeah, he was 39 weeks. So, which was really helpful for him. He was eight pounds, I don't know, six yeah. now, ounces. Um, when I ask this, I'm not trying to sound dark. I'm just trying to put myself in a situation. Like, was there a percentage? Like, hey, is this this is 100% surgery? Is there a chance that this can go wrong? Like, were, like, was that talked about? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, even before he was born, they gave me, like, they gave me three options. They're like, do you want to terminate? Do you want to just have palliative care and just let it, you know, or do you want the surgeries? And I'm like, well, I, I want the surgery. And give it a shot, yeah. Um, and that's what we did. We, mm-hmm. we went with that. Of course. <laughs> I mean, he was, he's healthy otherwise. So, yeah. um, and it, he grew, I mean, no other issues. Um, so when the dot, when they delivered him and they were all checking him out and he was doing so well, like with, um, his, um, oxygen levels and stuff like that. Um, Dr. Spray, he was, uh, he was retired now from uh children's hospital of Philadelphia, but, um, they came in later on in the day and said, because he's doing so well, we want to operate him tomorrow morning. And I'm like, uh, you know, yeah. I'm just recovering from my C-section. So I was out of bed later on that night and being wheeled down to see him in the, the cardiac care unit. So, yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. I, when I was, when I got diagnosed with my joint disorder, there's different variants, like variations of what I have. And at first I thought I had the third to fourth level i i was in a, it's it changes every couple years of what level you have but i was teetering between a three or a four now a four is your 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 joints your muscles and then a four could be your, your blood vessels and your heart so i had to sit in a room so before they did anything they pretty much like yeah we're gonna diagnose you with this and they're like and you may not live to your 30 and i was like awesome and i just walked out of the room i was like good talk good talk doc i'm out of here um but when they they, they sat and did this like like an ultrasound on the heart mm-hmm. and i just had to sit there for like eight hours and they just like studied my heart and thankfully as of now i don't have any issues when it comes to that we're pretty much what i have is the call my body doesn't produce collagen so the so where your body has the collagen for your joints and your muscles and to kind of keep everything mm-hmm. stretchy mine like our kind of together mine doesn't like your your collagen is kind of like your glue right right i don't produce that so like where my my joints just overstretch and i'll dislocate something ah. or like i'll throw my back out easily right uh it could affect your eyes at some point like so i don't really know what the future of me holds <laughs> so it's it, it is it is really weird when you go to a doctor and you're kind of at their mercy and they're just like i don't want to say they're speculating but obviously right. they're a lot of doctors i've learned they just kind of go on google search what your issue is and they mm-hmm. come in and like so uh you have a 30% chance if we do surgery and you're just like, uh, like being in that situation, like hearing that when I was 16, that like I may have a shorter life because of this. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not the case now. They, they've, they've overturned that. But mm-hmm. like to hear that as a 16 year old kid, yeah, I, I can't, I couldn't even imagine like, that's me though. Like I couldn't imagine if I gave birth to some, a, a baby and it's just like, Hey, like this is the three options. Right. And one is not being here Two, We're going to try something, but, we don't know the, the chance. Like, mm-hmm. that's why I asked, like, the percentages. Because, like, mentally, that's not, that's got to be insane. Like, I can't even put myself in that situation because it's one thing to be like yourself, but when it's something else, you know what I mean? Or someone else, it's a different, it's a different ballgame. Like, like, right after they, I, I had him, they just, they, he, they took him, like, from me. And, you know, so you never got to, like, that moment not, to no, hold her. No. And I've seen where a lot of, a lot of moms do, which kind of had me, like, I mean, he was breathing well. He was, I mean, he was crying. So I didn't understand why they had to just, take him away if he was okay just for a few seconds because they didn't do anything right away to him 
Like, um, you said that they waited till the next day. Yeah, they waited till the next day, but they just, I mean, I guess just you get no physical check. contact. Yeah, with your kid. and they brought brought him to me later, and he had like lines. That, it's called uh, what is it? An RA line. It's basically if something happens to the heart, they can jumpstart it. So it's it's placed in there, and that's he came back to me with like wires and he's a little Motley Crew. Tubes, get a little kickstart yeah. my heart yeah. going. Huh? I like that. Um, he's a rock star. So when they brought him back <laughs> to me, he was connected to wires, and oh. I'm in the bed, and I'm like, I can't. Yeah. You can't really, because I'm sore and I can't really move around. Oh, it's just. Yeah. When you see people with tubes and stuff coming out of them, it's never any, an, an easy visual thing to see. Or like the NICU, like I had a, a cousin who was born premature and they had him in that, like I didn't personally go see, but mm-hmm. the photos of him in that like. The little incubation. Yeah, yeah. It's like, holy crap. Like that. That's not, that's not an easy visual thing. Like tubes running out. You just had a kid. You didn't get a chance to hold him, and then here you are looking at right. seeing him it and just tubes and wires sticking out of him. My husband got to see him though, because he went. They said to just wait a few seconds, and then he went in there and he took pictures of him, and yeah. you know, got to touch him and stuff like that. So that was that was good for. What him. is the age difference between your your son and your daughter? Emily is going to be five on the twenty fifth of this month. Month and Alex just turned three on the eleventh of January. So two year, they're like yeah. two year difference. About, yeah, about two year difference. So she's so she's yeah so she's two at this time so she, I mean she's I mean not a, fully aware but she, no she, she kind of has an idea what's going she, on yeah she just yeah. kept wanting her little brother to be unstuck is what she would say to me she wanted him to be unstuck from me so yeah so well, she wanted to, she wanted to play yeah, yeah she, she did like I want she, I want she didn't understand when he couldn't do anything so yeah I think that's a very important thing to think about this too like when you have a child and obviously the, we're not even close to the road to recovery yet but you have another child and ki- all kids want to do is play. And then there's a lot that's going to go into this in the in the further half of this conversation. Yeah, yeah. So first surgery. Um, it's called the Norwood procedure, and it's it's typically done um, within the first two weeks of the baby's life. Um, the surgeons create a new aorta and connect it to the right ventricle. They also place a tube from either the aorta or the right ventricle to the vessel supplying the lungs, um, pulmonary arteries, um, with uh, the the oxygen that they need. Um, thus, the right ventricle can pump blood to both the lungs and the rest of the body. It can be very challenging surgery. I mean, their heart's the size of a, a, a walnut at that point. And then so. they're doing surgery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after this procedure, infant's uh, skin may still look bluish um, because oxygen-rich and oxygen-poor blood still mix in the heart. Mm-hmm. So... He didn't, he didn't look bad, though. You could tell... You, I, I could tell the difference after he had the surgery. Yeah. So... Which he came back with a lot of tubes. Uh, was just. I think uh, Millie said here that the chance of surgery was fifty fifty. That was that was she was saying the chance of surgery mm-hmm. surgery at the time were fifty fifty. I mean, that's and they t- and they t- it's they, a coin flip. They told us that yeah they told yeah. us. I mean, with any surgery really. I mean yeah. I mean I would have taken the coin flip too because the other right. option was just termination. To, yeah, and, and or just to let him be and, or, yeah, and or just see what happens. Right, see yeah. what happens. I, that the coin flip is definitely the. Right, the choice that, that was yeah. that was our only choice. I wasn't going to do anything else. So Lisa said that uh, her, Emily would say her brother has a broken heart. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he now he's going to be a heartbreaker when he gets old. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So first surgery goes successful. Yeah, we were we were there for two about two weeks. Um, two weeks, and we were to bring him home. He had a feeding tube at first when we came home, but um, I think after about like a week and a half of being home, he was drinking everything by bottle. So we just. Which is another. They want you to before you leave the hospital. They want one of the parents to place the the NG tube, which goes right mm. into the stomach. Um, so, and that I, I, of course, I'm like, I'll do it. You know. Well, no, you were in the military. 
I was, yes. Were you? What did you do in the military? I, <laughs> I worked in an office. I was basically okay. I didn't know if you're like medical or anything. I, I was medical, um, but I didn't really. I've never. I never had the chance to work in a hospital. I was. It was supposed to be um, records, medical records, patient mm. administration, inpatient, outpatient. It's very good to work in the civilian world, but I. Well, never... you get some. Ba- I mean, every soldier gets some basic first aid training and stuff, right? Oh yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, but nothing prepares you. No, to take a feeding tube down your own kid. No, not because you can get some resistance if you don't go just right. Um, so that was <laughs> that was pretty awful. Yeah. But I eventually I got it down there, and then you have to test to see if it's actually in the stomach. You have to like, because there's little things on the side, so you could give them like medicine, and then you have to like check. The, How do you know if it's in? Oh, that's what you you check the pH levels in to see if the stomach acid. Basically. Oh my god! <laughs> you have to you have to get a syringe and pull some of the you know. St- they just pull some stuff out, hoping it's stomach acid. Sure, if not, you have I, would, to go. I, I would never <laughs> do that. I would throw. I, I'm terrible with like <laughs> fluids and bo- like blood doesn't bother me. Like if I walked in, like not trying to sound gross, but if I walked in and see like a pool of blood, I'd be like, that's weird. Like I could probably clean up. Blood. Right. But if it was like a room full of like other, any other body fluid, I'm not having a good time with it. <laughs> you just check the. You just check to see if it's the stomach acid. You Ugh. pull some fluid out and hopefully, if not, you just it's you just adjust. And once it ends, it, it's in. It's pretty easy yeah excuse me to manage so um <laughs> when he came home from his second surgery they he had an, another feeding tube and i'm like well if he pulls it out or it comes out i'm not gonna replace it only because i can get him to drink by bottle and that's yeah. what happened that first day we were home it just it came out because he pulled it out and i'm like this is staying what a gangster <laughs> i'm like this is staying out <laughs> yeah you're gonna drink by the bottle yeah <laughs> you know so and he did. He gained weight really well, so I had no issues. What age was his second surgery? Three months. That three months old. Um, yes. Uh, the same surgeon, Dr. Spray, who um, did his first surgery, wanted to get his second surgery done. Um, and that's the typical time frame. Usually. So the pro- it's three surgeries, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So they do the sur- first surgery first to put the stint in to kind of give the, the body, the heart, the now this is not just research i'm just from what you're telling me right. I'm trying to put pieces together mm-hmm. so i don't want people to think like this kid like i, I honestly didn't my do mother-in-law is very knowledgeable too so yeah. she says something she she has a, i hope i'm doing it justice is what i'm saying <laughs> um so first surgery is pretty much to put the stint in to that stint's going to do the work of the missing part of the heart or the the, the short part of the heart it's going to help yeah yeah and then the second surgery is once the heart's growing they're going to go in and well it's called it's called a bi-directional well it's either called a glen um, or, or a hemifontan. Hemifontan gets you ready for the third surgery, which is the fontan. And, and Dr. Spray chose to do the hemifontan, um, which I was, I was more comfortable with anyways. But as usually performed when uh, the infant is four to six months of age, this procedure creates a direct connection between the pulmonary artery, artery and the vessel, the superior vena cava, returning oxygen-poor blood from the upper part of the body to, of, uh, to the heart. So this reduces the work of the right ventricle has to do by allowing blood returning from the body to flow directly to the lungs. Okay. So the first surgery is to help oxygenate the blood that goes into the right ventricle mm-hmm. because at that small age that the right ventricle can handle it. As he gets older and the heart gets larger, now the second thing goes in to help alleviate the work of the right ventricle. Right. Okay. I'm learning the, here. With all that rerouting. I watched Grace once or twice. <laughs> with, the, with the plumbing, they get what they call a, a Glen headache, and they could last for a couple of weeks. Um, his wasn't too bad, but you could definitely tell when he had that headache because the pressure's changing and all that stuff. And they, that, they told us you that. You can't even imagine. Like, because he can't speak no, to tell you what he's no, going through. It just, just had to be so uncomfortable. Like, 
Because when you have, like, if you have breast, bad circulation, and or a pinched nerve, or anything, like, your body, like, it, you get colder easier, you, uh, th thank you for that, computer. I have no idea what that was. Um, <laughs> I hope nothing's messed up. Audio's still good? Just give me a, 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 a thumbs up or somebody say something. Um, the, uh, where's I at now? What is it? Oh, bad circulation. Um, and also, obviously, you get that pins and needles feeling because you're not getting blood to your thing. So it's like when your arm falls asleep, right. what you're doing is you're pinching a blood mm -hmm. vessel and nerves, and then you kind of get that dead mm -hmm. arm feeling. Mm -hmm. Now imagine being a baby and you have no idea what's going on. Your whole body probably feels right. like that. You're just like, this is crazy. Like you know what I mean? Like, but he can't communicate that. Uh, does Does Alex have any? Oh, we'll get to. So if you have any questions, please put them in the chat, and I will circle back to them. I promise. I, I wanna. So we do have one okay, question. Sure. Yeah. Um. So at that point, he's he's bottle feet. Like it's kind of part of it. So he's is he on normal formula? Is he, he? He was. Um. And they had me like fortifying it so to give him extra calories. Okay. Um. And that didn't last too long. That was just to help him gain weight. Um. That was actually between his first and second surgery. I was fortifying. Um. They needed me a certain weight. You know that stuff. So. Um. Kind of hated the fortification. It made him sick, so we backed off on that for a while. Yeah. Um, I did. I, I was giving a formula, but I also I also pumped, which was they wanted me to do that as much as I can. Which mm -hmm. boy, I'm telling you, why it's if if me and Heidi <laughs> will never cross this bridge. But if I ever walk in a room and she was pumping, <laughs> I'm gonna laugh. Like it's just all there is to it. It's terrible. I was up every <laughs> every three hours. And it's just, it's exhausting. It really is to get next to nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, and you hear, <laughs> you hear it pumping. Like, and then my brain's like, I know what's happening over there. So, and you're, you're like, funny, <laughs> funny story. Um, we stayed in a, like a, uh, a big suite. It had like, um, one bedroom downstairs with doors and then the upstairs was open. So like a loft. Well, our friends Dale and Michelle came down to, to visit and they were going to, cause it was a drive and they were going to, so they were going to stay over. And so I'm up every three hours. And so they're downstairs on the pull-out couch and I'm upstairs and I'm like, sorry about the noise. And I'm trying to put the pillow. Over the <laughs> I, had a, I had to get up and do it. So yeah. it was just, it was funny. They're like, yeah, no, you're fine. Yeah. Like, Pump away up okay. there. <laughs> so. Yeah. I always think when I think that, uh, meet the parents. Oh yeah! I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? Yeah. So second surgery, uh, recovery. What was we were there about? We were there only about ten days, so it was a quick recovery for. He did really well. Um, we were able to go home ten days. So, and then after that it was just the waiting game of when he needed um, to have his third surgery, which. In between, when he came home, in between his first and second surgery, he was followed every week by his his heart doctor, his cardiologist, and his regular doctor. So every other week, I had an appointment for him to go see a heart doctor, a regular doctor. I, now here's a question, and if it, you don't have to go into like your personal details here, but I, I just want to put in perspective. So you have a you have a child mm -hmm. who's going through this. Um, I don't know what you're at the time. You're military, so I don't know. Like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I was, I've, I've been out of the military since 2012. So. Okay, so I'm just trying to put in perspective, like, if it was, if I was in this situation, and I'm like, me and my wife work a 40 hour job, and like, say we have a child, and this is going through every, like, every week you have another doctor's appointment. Like, I couldn't imagine. Like, jobs would, like, were you working at the time? No, so. I, I have been lucky enough. I collect disability from the army, um, because I am I'm sixty percent disabled. Yeah. Um, because I've had two surgeries on my sacroiliac joint, but um, I was lucky enough to stay home. And Alex is he's a corrections officer, so yeah. with his pay and my my disability, I was able to. 
I still stay home now, but I was I yeah. was lucky enough to be able. I to. couldn't imagine just like anyone else who's not right. disability or mm-hmm. something, and then like they're trying to live a normal life. This is where I I get really upset when it comes to like healthcare and like and how much it costs and mm-hmm. and but we give rich people a lot of money and but we can't have better healthcare in this country. Like if you're a mom or a single mom or anything and right. you're trying to do this and work and pay your bills. And and then people are like, well, you shouldn't, you should have thought of it. Like, you didn't think that your kid's gonna have this issue. Like, no, it's oh my, I, I'm just, I'm thinking about other people who have probably probably went through this and how difficult this. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of single mothers. Yeah, are are you in like groups and stuff with this? Yeah, there's there's we're called heart moms. Yeah, so there's a lot of heart mom groups basically, or um, there's HLHS, which is Alex's condition, and there's. HRHS, which is the reverse, so the right ventricle doesn't develop. No. Um, is there uh, now? Is there like a better version of that you would rather want? I because it looks like it pumps directly into the right and then goes to the left. I, I they they say the the hypoplastic right heart syndrome is a lot worse because of how the with the blood flow. But I I don't know okay. to be honest with you. Yeah, so. I didn't know if that was, well if they're saying that and they're obviously they're right. I don't know I don't know what I'm talking <laughs> about. But yeah, and, and when I real quick, I don't want to say like I'm getting political here. I'm just looking at it. I'm not looking at it right red versus blue. I'm just looking at it as people. That's right. how I look at. Right. Poli- I, I don't. I'm not a politician guy. I'm not into right. politics. I hate all politics. I I just look at human thing. And if we're gonna pay taxes, like. Put it towards us, not making rich people rich. Right. Yeah. No. So that's my little rant there. Um, <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm just I'm just trying to like I was put myself in that mindset of just like if somebody else is going through this and like they had to work a job but still had to figure this out and then like they're like you're worried about going to put food in your table but you're putting a feeding tube down your kid and then you have to make sure you had another doctor appointment a couple of weeks later mm-hmm. like oh. It's a like, lot. We struggled for a bit there because he was off with, because he was taking a lot of time off before we had the baby. So we're like, it was like time. And obviously he wants to be there as mm-hmm. a dad. He does. Yeah. But I, he can't be there because he has to go and be. Well, when I had Alex, luckily he was there, but it was, it was unpaid yeah. time off. And Which sucks. It, yeah, it does. Because so. like I said, like maternity things too like it's um, the mothers get a lot of maternity, but the fathers, I mean, they right. want to be there just much for their mm-hmm. kids, especially if it's a situation where it's like. Like I'm not saying that this is the case here, but like, if, if what if it was even worse situation where right. it's a day by day thing where mm-hmm. like we hope the surgery works, right? Like t- you may wake up tomorrow and it doesn't work, and right. then we're in a situation. But he has to go to work the next day, and he can't be there to to help you right. in this process. Like, it just sucks. It's crazy. But we we were lucky enough. I mean, it was unpaid time off, but we we managed. We got through it. We had a, we had a GoFundMe set up, which I felt terrible about, but and people helped out. Someone so. made one for me one time. <laughs> Thank God, no one donated to it. I was so uncomfortable with it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a story for you later. I'll have to tell you that. Yeah. I'll okay. Later. Yeah. Um, but I'm a, I'm a stupid podcast. Like you could actually use the GoFundMe. I'm just some guy who talks on a microphone. Like I don't I don't need a GoFundMe. <laughs> I appreciate the person who did it for me, but I was like, please God, no one say, no one find this. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, we were lucky enough. We came home, like I said, and my my in laws were a huge help because they would they had Emily, and I mean they were able to come down at those times for the first two surgeries. So and Emily was able to be with us, and you know they were able to be there, see Alex, you know, mm-hmm. be with him, stuff like that. This this last surgery, because um, now you have a two year old who's not seeing their parents on a right, regular basis, right? That, and she stayed. We stayed at the we a lot of variables to this, right? Yeah. And we lucked out because we got to stay the second time. We stayed at the Ronald McDonald House in New Jersey. And they don't charge you anything. You could donate if you want. Um, all your meals are provided. Um, they give the kids stuff like toys, gifts, presents, whatever. They provide schooling for kids. So if they're at an age where they need to be in school, they provide that. Right. Like they do a lot of stuff. The Ronald McDonald House is insane. What they do? What they do? A lot of people. A lot of people condemn McDonald's because they don't serve the most healthy food. But that 
if if they don't like the like research the Ronald McDonald House. There's like, oh no, they do amazing. I stuff. know they do. Yeah. Um, so we were able to stay there, and Emily was able to stay with us for a little while, um, which was which was really nice. Um, like we were able to like they gave us tickets to go to the aquarium, which is right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so take her for a couple hours, you know, why the baby's because he's still tiny at the time. So I mean, three months he doesn't let him rest. Yeah. And so we were able to take her to the aquarium for a couple hours and then go see, you know. Um, so they were they were really good to us. I really like the one in, in in New Jersey. It's in Camden, which oh boy, it's enough. That's a rough neighborhood. <laughs> rough doesn't even begin to cover it. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but they, it's gated. Um, you have to have a, a key to get in and out of the the, the gate and stuff like that. So, um, but we lucked out. We got to stay there the second time. The first time we paid out the nose through the nose. Um, luckily my in laws again helped us. Yeah. You know, pay for lodging the first time because it was super expensive and there was no help for us. So. And then they're like, well, why don't you look in the Royal McDonald House? And it's 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 a it's a process. You have to have paperwork filled out, and the doctor has to sign off on it, and then it has to go through a social worker at the hospital, and they have to coordinate the Royal McDonald House. So, but um, this last time in May, uh, the end of May, um, the twenty fifth, I think. Is the now, were you? I'm just I'm asking like a little men- mental question here. Like, obviously, I'm I know me personally, where I I'm always afraid to ask for help or ask for financial or anything like that, and then. Because obviously we, we live in a society where when someone does ask for help or help in a situation, or I don't want to say handout because it's definitely not, but I mean it is, but it's not. But like we're we're conditioned to right. put people down when they need help or government assistance. Like just, oh well, no, why am I taking care of like your kid? Like, right. like no man, like people need that. Like so it it was that a was that a mental thing going in? Like do I want do like there's probably someone who else needs the Ronald McDonald House? Maybe we can do this type right. situation. Yeah, that that was in my head too. But I'm yeah. like at the I was like I don't. I don't think we can afford to stay somewhere. Um, you know, and you're pay, just fighting for your pay, kid to have yeah, a normal yeah, future right? You know, and survive. Um, but they definitely, they had the hospital was phenomenal. Like the, the social worker there, she helped us out. Um, she was a little flighty, but that nah, was all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the second, the second time, like I said, he was, we were there 10 days and we came home and then we were just waiting at that point. It's cause Dr. Spray, like I said, he was, he, he's the head surgeon there and he was getting ready to retire story. Uh, uh well, not a well, I guess a weird story. Um, my father-in-law's cousin Allie, um, her son, oh God, over I think maybe over twenty years. Some, somebody help me out here. Tyler was his name. Um, he had hypoplastic left heart syndrome. Is this is this something that's genetic or is this something? No, oh. they don't know what causes it. That's that's and it was weird because when uh, that we found out that we had it, uh, Millie, you know, because she works out at the school where Allie works. Where, um, Muhlenberg and Allie's like, what did you say he has? And Millie, because you know, she's like hypoplastic left heart syndrome. I was like, Allie's like, well, that's what Tyler had, but Tyler developed a lot of more issues after his surgery. But Doctor Spray operated on him, so he operated on Tyler all those years ago, and then he operated on little Alex. Oh wow! So this, this guy's a, he touched oh. both hearts. Which, yeah, he's an OG. He's good at what yeah. he does. Oh yeah, yeah. I, they're like, you want Doctor Spray? He's the best. And I, you know, read about him. I'm like, yeah, I want Doctor Spray. Yeah. So, so, so he does a second surgery, but he's retiring. So yeah, he may not be there for the third. He wasn't. No, that's why he wanted to do his second. Yeah. Um, but we we chose Doctor. We you could you could pick the surgeons. I mean, you can ask, request one. But we picked Doctor Fuller. Her bedside manner is is phenomenal, and she does great work. And so I always heard nothing but good things about her. So when it was getting that time, I'm like, well, we really want Doctor Fuller. And oh my goodness, I have nothing but amazing things to say about Doctor Fuller. Like, what age is the third surgery? Well, that <laughs> that all depends. Um, 
it says um, right here, it says the procedure is usually done sometime during the period when an infant is 18 months to three years of age. But I've seen kids that are like seven without their Fontan surgery. So, and also I've seen parents like, oh, we're going to wait, we're going to wait. But like, you know, I'm like, well, how long do you want to wait? Because they're getting older, which this time for us, it was, I'm not going to say a lot worse, but a lot different because he was older and he understood and... It was just, and he doesn't do well coming out of anesthesia. He just, it's its hard for him. He cries because they don't understand. So he's just very emotional. And so the next day we were at the hospital and he's laying in bed and hes he, he wants to be up. He wants to be around, but he's still like sedated. But he, I tell you what, he got right up and he stood up in that hospital bed. And we were like, ah, ah, yeah. like in panic mode because we're like, all these wires are attached. We're like, sit down. I had a hernia when I was a kid and I came out of anesthesia and they, they had me like in a recovery bed. I don't think anything was attached to me or anything. And uh, I was up running around like and they're just like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, like, I, I, I'm a goofball in anesthesia. Right. When I when I went for my my last uh, dislocated shoulder before I learned how to put it in myself. Oh, God. Um, the lady at the hospital was like, you're if you come in here, I'm never I'm p- never putting you under <laughs> anesthesia again because like. I turn into like I think a comedian, right? And people don't think I'm that funny. Um, she she was like, oh, she goes, she looks at my dad, and um, <laughs> so my shoulder, real quick, my dad's sitting in the room, and uh, <laughs> my shoulder's out of socket. So when my shoulder dislocates, it pops into my chest. Oh my um, so the doctor's like maneuvering me, and it pops, and my dad just goes. Oh, like he said, it was the <laughs> grossest noise ever, and I just go, Ooh, like I start laughing, oh and my dad's like, "You're a fucking idiot." <laughs> so my dad gets up to leave the room to make a phone call because mm-hmm. I'm in recovery at this point, and all he hears is code, 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 and all these people are running down the hallway, and he's just like, "What the hell is that?" And he sees them going my room, uh, so he's like, "What's going on?" So he runs, right. and I'm just like taking everything off, and I'm like, "I'm good, it's in. Look at me, I'm ready to roll," and I'm like under anesthesia. Taking my heart monitors and stuff. Oh my word! And this lady like body slammed me on the bed. <laughs> and then uh, I guess when, when they're leaving, they're like, "You he, he can't eat. You don't he can't eat for another couple of hours." I'm like, "Listen, this is my first rodeo." And I'm like, "Half I'm out of it. I don't remember right. any of this." She's like, "It's not my first rodeo." She's gonna he's gonna take me out of here. <laughs> I'm gonna get some McDonald's. I'm gonna get a double cheeseburger, McFlurry. And she's like, "You'll puke." I'm like, "I won't puke." <laughs> I didn't puke though. <laughs> oh, see, little Alex did. He, they just wanted him to have some. Like, we wanted him to have some fluid. He's like, "I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty," and that was a bad idea because he had that drink and he threw up everywhere. And yeah. then I got sad because I didn't have any extra blankets for him, and I started crying <laughs> to go get blankets. And Alex was like, "It's fine. We'll go get blankets. It's okay." She put in here 21 years ago. 21. Okay. See, I couldn't remember how many years. Oh, that was uh, the surgery. Yeah, that was okay. t- that was Tyler. I lost context there. I was like, I don't know what that came from. And then uh, it's, Lisa says here, I, I remember the third surgery when the riots were happening in Philadelphia. I oh, do remember that. I remember yeah. you mm-hmm. messaging. His last surgery wasn't too long ago. It was May of last year. Yeah. End of May, yeah. That was- wow. Wait. When was the, the concert that I seen, we were all hanging out at? That was August. Of the same year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. So May comes around, third surgery. What is the process, process of that surgery? Um. So the Fontan procedure, um, the doctors connect the pulmonary artery to the vessel, the interior vena cava, returning um, oxygen, poor poor blood from the lower part of the body to the heart, allowing the rest of the blood coming back from the body to go to to the lungs. Once the procedure is complete, oxygen-rich and oxygen-poor blood no longer mix in the heart, and the infant's skin will no longer look bluish. He does. He looks, he's pale, but he's not blue. Yeah. 
He's not completely. He doesn't look. Yeah, <laughs> he looks like a little ghost sometimes. Yeah, but. a little white. Like he'll, he'll fix that with tattoos later. I'm I'm a very white kid. I'm sure he will. Yeah, <laughs> and obviously that's sick scar. You know, um. So he had the surgery. Uh, in I'm sorry, one more time. May, the, in May. In, end of May. Yeah. I seen this kid a few months later, and you could not keep him from running around the <laughs> I know, party. Right? Like, n- like he he's this he's as sharp as attack. He wants to run. He wants to play. He wants to be a kid. Now, what is what is there? Pro, like, do you have issues? Like, like, hey, don't you can't you can't overexert yourself. Like, we we try. I mean, and it's really hard. It's hard to tell age. a little boy to not right. overexert yourself. Um, he does get because of the circulation. He does get leg cramps, which there's nothing. I mean, we can really do about it now. He can't really convey those either. He does. He, he now he can. He oh, can really? tell us. Yeah, the other night he had them because he he flies around the house all day. Um, and we're like, hey, once we get him to where a point where we can talk to him because he's crying, is it your legs? Yes, my legs. Where? Down here, you know? So he can tell us now where he hurts, which is... I'm try- so the leg cramps would be because of lack of nutrients uh, and it, blood going just there? The, just blood flow, basically. I mean, his his blood flow, is, his, his hands are all, his hands are cold, his feet get cold. I did remember um, when we were, when he would, we were hanging out, like if he hugged me and stuff, he yeah, was, he was, his, he was colder than normal. He, yeah, yeah. He, so he's like a vampire. He's a little vampire. <laughs> <laughs> he um. So we try to not limit his play, but we try to be like, hey, can you can you calm down a little bit here? I think he'll so, learn as he gets older. Yeah, because right now it's just like oh, I'll worry about the consequences later. Yeah, and and they like it, we were talking to his cardiologist because we were trying to fill out some forms. Like his limitations, like she's like, well, I can't put any limitations on him. You need you know that comes from you. Like what right now, as far as I, go, I he doesn't really have it. I, I mean, he gets out of breath, but I mean. That there's no other limitations. Really. The only time I've seen him have any limitations is when he fell. Yeah. And then he scraped his D and then, and then he was like, I'm over this. He does it a lot. Yeah. And then your daughter fell a couple moments later. <laughs> it's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now you have uh, a three and a... She'll be five. Emily will be five. Five and a two. Five, three. Yeah, three and five. Yeah. yeah, three and five. And obviously kids want to run and play and stuff, but... You always have to be cautious because oh, and his chest sticks out a little bit because of the sternal wire, so he's got a bump there. Um, so we've got to be extra cautious with that too. I mean, he, he doesn't fall a lot. I mean, when he does, he's he he stops himself. So yeah, it's, you know. Mm. So, but this last surgery is hard because they weren't able to come down, and Emily was away from so, us. Pandemic and yes, a riot in Philadelphia. Yes, I was there because Alex and I were taking turns staying in the hospital with them. Um, and Alex was, you know, he left probably around six o'clock or something like that to go back to the Ronald McDonald house. And you could see, and I could hear stuff happening all around. And I'm like panicking and trying to get a hold of him. And he had to go because they had the one bridge shut down. So he had to go another route and take another bridge. And oh my word. Oh God. Yeah. Right, a little burp there. <laughs> yeah, all that right. Great. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Gotta stop. <laughs> um, so he made it there safely, and it was quiet over there. But where I was, like, you could just – and uh, Hobot, he, yeah. he was downtown that night. And I and I had no idea who was before. Like, I, I just thought he was some crazy guy. He's going back on the show soon. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but he was down there, and he was live streaming, walking around the streets with buildings burning and windows smashed out. And he's walking by people who are, like, walking out of the Steve Madden store shoes. And I'm like – you probably should go home. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. But, um, it was just crazy to watch. Like, and I could hear gunshots and stuff like that. Like, and I was like genuinely like, and here I am with my little, my little three, three eighty in my purse, my little, my little pink pea shooter that I have. Yeah. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, if something happens, I'm like, I'm ready. Yeah. Like, you know, 
but yeah so you're worrying about the world outside and then yeah and he's you know guy. and yeah. he's still not i mean he wasn't i don't even think he was walking around yet no he wasn't he wasn't walking at that yet no he was i mean oh. from recovering from the surgery oh, okay like, yeah because nah. he was running around like, he yeah no. picked it up quick <laughs> um yeah so what is the um now the third sir is that the third and final yeah that's well for him, I think, unless something goes, unless something happens, like he, he's before each surgery, well, not the Norwood, but the um, Hemi Fontan or the Glenn or the Fontan, they're supposed to get a heart catheterization done to check pressures in the lungs and all this other stuff, but he didn't need them. They did an MRI on him before they did the heart cath this last time, and they're like, he doesn't need a heart catheterization, mm-hmm. which I'm so thankful for, but because um, that's just something else they have to, to go through before surgery. Um, and he didn't need, which is weird because they typically need that catheterization to, to check things out to see if anything needs to be opened up or ballooned or whatever. But he didn't, he didn't need it. Oh. So, and everybody's like, that's weird. And I'm like, I, I trust what the doctors say. So he's going to relate because you're a huge superhero fan. He's going to relate so heavily to Tony Stark as he gets older. He, li- he likes Iron Man. He's Is a it? big Spider-Man fan though right now. So Because once he gets older and realizes that like Iron Man's thing in his chest literally keeps him alive and like because if the shrapnel gets to his heart, right. he dies, you know what I mean? Like right. he'll, he's not, he, he, he's, like, he's a little Iron Man. He is. And that's what, that the, that's the theme of his first birthday we had for him. It was, um, it was his, yeah, it was his first birthday. Yes, because we didn't do anything for a second. Well, we did, but it wasn't a big thing. Yeah. Um, but he, my my mother-in-law made an Iron Man cake for him, and it said, you know, Iron Man Alex, and then it had, like, we were trying to find a light to put in the middle of it, but we couldn't find things, so she just made it look like they have a They have T-shirts you can buy where the, the you can have like a little switch in it. Oh. Yeah. If I find one, I'll, I'll send it over to you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's crazy. Because he's, like, the fact that he's in the superheroes, like. He I don't have. I'm not. I'm not gonna have kids. But if someone brings their kid, I'm like, let's talk superheroes, kid. Like, he will. I'm Emily. Emily girl. will. They. Yeah. <laughs> so. Now, is there? Um. Uh. As he gets older, is he on the list for like a new heart? Or is that something? That, that's if something happens. If if he goes into heart failure, and that that's the only the only reason. If not, he'll just live with what he has. Yeah. Um. The typical life expectancy is like 40 years old it's not terrible no <laughs> i mean i'm also someone who's 30 and i'm just like i don't want to see 60 or 70 <laughs> right. so, but, i mean he's already been defining odds this far and we don't know how much medical science is going to right go yeah that's then. so they're, they're they're using stuff now and creating 3d printer hearts and shit yeah i there's a lot going on with that stuff, yeah. so it's something to keep the, our eye on. In probably another three years, they're going to be like, we're going to do a surgery, but instead of this, they're going to put in a, a chip, and you can check it from your iPhone. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> It's going to be at that point soon. We're just going to be like, oh, your oxygen levels are down. Take a pill. And then, right. <laughs> Jetson he, style. He doesn't have to have his oxygen monitored as much now. Um, during his first and second surgery, he had to be weighed every day and he had to have his oxygen checked um twice a day mm-hmm. and when they when they're like two months old or whatever two and a half months old something happens where they they get um just low iron in their blood or whatever and it typically doesn't affect other babies because they you know they can handle it but with him it affected him and we had to go down to chop and he had to get a blood transfusion to help with bring his oxygen levels mm-hmm. back up so jeez, yeah we twice between surgeries, we were taken down there by ambulance. So yeah, <laughs> he's been th- he's been through the ringer here. That's... So um, he hasn't had any hospital stays since, and and I mean he's doing well. He only like he'll get colds. Like the rhinovirus is a big thing, which is just you know 
your upper, mm-hmm. you know. So that's ha- have you been worried with the like the pandemic with the COVID? And like, I mean, that's more of a breathing thing, but obviously your lungs and your oxygen levels and stuff there. He had it, and yeah. he was fine. He had a fever that very first day, and that was it. Yeah, and he was fine. Yes, so thankfully, like I'm yeah. glad. Because they say there are a lot long lasting effects and they're not sure how it affects heart kids. Yeah, we don't really even know. Yeah, and, we're still and, figuring yeah. stuff out. So um, he did fine. I mean, you would have known he was sick. Yeah. So now, obviously, he's only three, so this is the way for it. But like, did they ever say, like, growing up, like, obviously, like, sports and stuff is probably going to be a rough. There is, um, he's a guy, he's 24, or 25, and he does MMA and he has hypoplastic left heart syndrome. Yeah, he does MMA. Well, well, does he have the thing in the same thing, the yeah. little bump and everything? Yeah, I don't think he has the bump, but I really hadn't like checked his chest. But he might. I don't know. They he, Brian teach this kid a guitar, or keyboard, or something. Brian, <laughs> Todd, if you're listening, to Brian, Todd, just get him into music. Stay away they from sports. They love Toolshed Jack. Yeah. Oh my word! Yeah, they, keep, keep him into like arts. Keep him into arts and stuff. Listen, sports are terrifying. He runs around my house, him and Emily, jumping off furniture, yelling Brian Todd, because you know what Brian does oh, in the shows? Oh, he jumps off the... Yeah, yeah, he gets up on furniture and jumps off of it. That's what my kids do. And they yell Brian Todd. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it's... Oh, man. That's... Uh, so, Emily said she wanted to learn how to play the guitar, but she wants to learn the bass guitar. So, bass guitar. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Joel or Steve-O? She's like, Steve-O. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Singing lessons. Stay from sports. He's probably gonna play soccer. I mean, it's a it's a lot of running though. I know it's a lot of running. But there are kids. Did we just flash? Yeah, that. Huh? Yeah. That happened last Did night. Lose internet? Can you guys still hear us? Am I still streaming? The, like the whole house is. Maybe it wasn't. Do not jump jumping things off home. <laughs> give us a heads. Give us a thing in the chat if you guys can still watch us. Our, everything just flashed here, so I don't know. If, I don't think we lost power for long enough for everything. When I was but. watching the Patreon episode, our power—I don't know what was it—five, six, seven times just kept flashing on and off last night, and I'm like, so then it was good for a while, and then it did it again, and I'm like, I really don't want to take the kids and go because I have to go to my. Si- I mean, I could go to a hotel, but. Yeah. Take the hour drive and go to my sister's. Yeah. So here's a quick question for you. And it is kind of off topic. How did you come across the podcast? Um, when I met you at the Black Diamond last year. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, yeah, I remember we met there, and I'm telling you about the podcast, but I didn't know if if you heard, you've watched the one we did with Keith. So that was the first time Keith uh, Collins. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. That was that was a while ago. Yeah. I think you were one of my first merch. Like when I made the merch page, oh. I think you were the first person to buy like a Bang and Beers one oh, too. Oh, nice! Yeah, you've been you've been a super huge supporter. And I tried. That's what I I do. I mean, it's good to help out. It's. I wish. I, like I said, I was I was that person. I still am that person. I go to like a local show, and I'm mm-hmm. like, you guys have merch or a T-shirt or right. something I can do. So I I, I wish I, I always say that I wish there's more people like us in the world, but it 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 does mean a lot. Like the, the Patreon and right. buying a T-shirt and stuff. So I, I do appreciate you. I mean, you have a you have a Toolshed Jack tattoo. <laughs> Like you, like, and is this Bri- is Brian in there. Yeah, like I'm not, this is not a knock to Brian or Toolshed Jack, but like I don't think there's anyone in the world who has like. And when I say this, it's not a disparaging way. Like right. a cover band tattoo. Right. I don't think it's. I, I, there's not probably one other person in school county. It's funny when like people ask. I'm like, oh yeah, no Toolshed Jack. I'll tell you about these guys. So. Yeah, they're a great time. You can never go wrong in a Toolshed Jack show. They're a fun time. No, but they, yeah, they played at our house last year in August. You have a, you have a don't spoil my boilo oh, tattoo. Like yeah. you you are the epitome of of support. <laughs> Right, you should have seen. <laughs> he was like, "Everything oh. is still good." Okay, thank you, Brent. Uh, he's talking about the power, but yeah. Uh, anything else with the the like in the story that we missed out that you want to talk um, about? 
No, we he, we covered it all. I mean, he just, he has to be mon- not like monitor, but we watch him all the time. Like I keep a baby monitor on him still with with the video because, you know, I don't, I'm not. Yeah, obviously you don't you, anything. I'm I'm always <laughs> yeah. can't ever tell, but I'm always paranoid. Like you go in there and always, put your finger on his nose. Like. Yeah, like <laughs> and I watch. Like I look to see because sometimes he'll like he'll bury his head under his blankets or under his pillow, and I'm like, dude. Yeah. I'm like, take that stuff off. You know, so He's I go just in comfortable there. that way. Yeah. So, <laughs> but no, like, uh, I mean, I constantly have anxiety about him, but I can't. How much it. of, I mean, because he only, he's only two or three. So how much of, like, is he, I don't know if that's TV or a siren going <laughs> off. Um, uh, how much of, uh, is he aware of that he has a heart issue? He, he and, knows, and he knows, like, he didn't, for this last surgery, he was like, He's like, oh, he's like, I don't want to have surgery. Like, because I think he kind of remembers from, like, the last times, like, you know, not that he can convey it from last times, but, like, remembers it. And he, yeah, he hates, like I said, hates anesthesia. He knows, like, he knows it's coming. So they had to, like, the first mixture they gave him, just the basic stuff to, like, the, the silly juice didn't work. So they had to give him something extra, which worked. But, I mean. When I was a kid, I didn't like the mask. Like when they put these, remember they used to put the gas mask on you? He, I would freak out. I hated it. He had to have that done. Uh, that And that's when we figured out he needed something else t- to calm him down before they did that. Um, he was getting a sedated um, echocardiogram of his heart at, down in Danville. And that silly juice didn't work. And he was still awake when they were putting that mask on him. And I was bawling my eyes out because he was crying. And I was standing there while it was happening. And like... I just wanted to take him off and just be like, we're going. Yeah. Because this had, isn't even worth it. I had a situation where they went to put the mask on me. And I guess the smell, like, I, 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 I don't know if it's the same way before. But when I had it done, I can remember, like, that rubber glue smell. Uh-huh. It, it had that thing to it. It might have been the mask itself, like that plastic mask. I don't know. But it had, a, it had a smell to it. And I knew I was breathing it. And I didn't like it. And I freaked out. And I just, I was a kid. And I just started swinging. Uh-huh. I was fighting. Right. So then they put me on, like. They strapped me down to a board. Oh, so now I'm strapped down there, sticking this thing. And I'm like, like, right, I'm like, yeah. And I'm a kid freaking out. It's traumatizing. And I remember, like, I got older, and I guess it was like on my charts that I did that before. So they're like, all right, we're gonna put you down now. And then like, just like they, they, they jumped me. It was like a prison thing oh, where they just gosh. they strapped me, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, I'll be good, I promise. And they're like sticking the mask on. And then I got older. I'm like, can you just give me a needle? And they're like, well, most we do this because most kids don't like the needle. I'm like, I prefer the needle than you fighting me and beating me up and strap me on a board and then he sticking drank me. it. It was a cocktail. He we had him drink it, so yeah. he just just stick a needle in my arm, give me whatever. That's what they did when I had out. my tonsils out. Yeah, yeah, just put me out. That happened fast. She put that. I didn't even know she put the needle on my the thing, and I was like, oh, all right. I like to do. I like to do the. I'm not doing it. I'm not going out. I'm not. <laughs> When they did that for my tonsils, like they, you know, they put the thing in your, the IV or whatever. I'm telling you, it was literally seconds. I yeah. had no idea. She, I didn't even know she put it in my arm and I was, I was out. Oh, when she, like, just, she just had her surgery and she, they gave her the stuff and she was, I mean, all right, full disclosure. I've never, I've only seen my wife drunk a handful of times, but I've, I've never seen my wife high. That was hilarious. <laughs> she was cooked. Oh, that's great. Yeah. She did not do very well when she came out of it. She was thrown up and stuff. Oh, see. Oh. That's my She's like, I don't feel good. I'm like, yeah, you're 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 gonna you're not gonna handle this really well. My father-in-law gets that way with anesthesia, so but 
We pay for a gen for a billboard spot in her arm. <laughs> <laughs> so anything else you want to talk about or wrap up before we... Um, there was a... Did, was there a question? Somebody had a question. Uh, the question was, uh, how was his diet? Like, does he have any does any diet restrictions? No, actually, he doesn't. Um, after this last surgery, he had to be put on a low-fat um, diet just, just for a few days because it's 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 something called chylothorax or whatever where fat gets in, your, in the blood. Yeah, I mean, you probably should be careful as he gets older like to not right gain course. weight and stuff because obviously like right your 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 the decks already stacked eats, against you, you gotta be a little he eats i mean he likes his chicken nuggets his mac and cheese so i don't yeah i mean listen i'm not criticizing <laughs> here. <laughs> um but other than that no i mean i i probably will as he gets older hey you know what you're not gonna yeah. be eating his french fries as much or and I, they don't really drink they drink a lot of water with the juice mixes in them which i'm happy about mm-hmm. um i try not to give him soda a lot so only because, well, that's not good all around. But yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know. Well, we'll give you guys a couple minutes here. I know there's a little bit of delay in the stream, but we'll, uh, we'll we'll banter here. But if you guys have any other questions, we're going to wrap up here in a couple minutes. Uh, throw some questions out. Uh, Debbie says, my grandson is one tough little oh, that's man. My, that's my mom. Yeah. There you go. Hey, we mom. Go, we'll put that up there. Put So we can do these fancy things where you can pop people in. Yes, yeah, but like I and said. Lisa I, said, uh, our, 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 our big hero is a little, uh, in a little body. Yeah. I like it. I like it. That's for certain. Um, yeah, like I, the toughest surgery, I think, is is the last one because they're older. And he just, he wanted to be out of bed. He was more aware. He was. And he wanted to be walking around. And he had a, the drainage tube was in for a while because he just, you know, was, it was draining. So the more active, obviously, he was the more drained. But we are kind of shocked because he had it in on a, it was a Friday. And they're like, oh, we'll see how it goes. And it, there was a lot of drainage that day. But. They're like, oh, we're going to take it Saturday morning. They're like, oh, we're going to take it out and you guys, you know, could go home. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I'm comfortable with this. But yeah. he went the following week and they checked for any fluid buildup already. Because that was, a, there was a chance of that. And it's happened. Um, the the drainage coming out, going home and then going to your appointment and then having fluid. And they have to go back in and reinsert that tube, which yeah. I was really praying. Uh, Brian says here, how many, how frequently are his checkups Right well, now, does he need checkups? Um, he just had one um, Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? No, Thursday. He had one Thursday, um, and it was over the it was over the the phone. So yeah, but he has to go in. She wants to see him in the next his, his cardiologist. I love her. Doctor Golden is her name down in Danville. Um, she's been seeing Alex since he he's a newborn. Um, so she's been with him three years now. Um, very good with him. She loves him. You know, he loves her. Um, but she wants to see him in the next two to three months to have an echo done to to check flow and, and all that stuff. Because the last he hates, which they aren't really bad, but he hates them because he doesn't like the doctors. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he just lays there. The, all of the his jelly. experiences yeah, aren't very good. So laying there, he just he just doesn't like it. So and I don't want to have another sedated echo because, like I said, he just he doesn't do very well. He doesn't. So um, she wants to see him in two to three months to check out blood flow stuff like that but other than that um it's been yearly uh it'll be yearly because he's doing i mean so well considering so yeah i mean yeah yearly it was it was like every three months and then it was like every six months and then she was like well i'm confident that we can you know do this yearly now so yeah he's he's not followed too closely now which is nice yeah we're not going to the you know the doctor as much so it's it's, it's a crazy 
it's an experience. Uh, we will post some photos. I mean, we'll take the photo at the end of you, but uh, anything you're comfortable sharing, we'll, yeah, we'll put on yeah. the Instagram and stuff. And uh, just send me also the uh, the actual name of the disorder and stuff. Cause okay. Like, we'll do like little hashtags. So I know people who can relate to the story or something. I mean, I think this, I mean, it's been a long time since I had a podcast like this because I, I know I, I interview a lot of people who more or less talk about like their business or their, mm-hmm. their pages or their music, which is fun. I really enjoy it. But it, I mean, this is, it's coming back to what interviews was again. Like we're hearing people's stories and it's not easy to come and tell these stories and your experience isn't traumatic and, and they don't, and it could be any story. Obviously this is a success success story, but, uh, but I appreciate you coming in and doing this and being a supporter of this. And uh, it means a lot like starting this. I mean, obviously going back and redoing all the episodes and seeing them on YouTube and, and seeing how we went from the camera being here, here to that. And then. Um, shocker if, if I take all these curtains down it's still the kitchen um, <laughs> yeah. I never you know honestly I never knew it was your kitchen until I came here really no yeah, no I would never I thought you were in your basement really yeah yeah which... well the if you watch earlier episodes when we're when this wasn't all up it was like there's like the cabinets and the microwave is all there so it was like literally like the microwave is nice. in shot and then nice. it was like maybe we can make it we could trick we can trick the audience no, I definitely truth behind the illusion and uh plug there uh and 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 hang up all this stuff but it's it's come a long way and closing in on 100 episodes which is really exciting so while we have you here we'll do a little plugs to our futures um next week i have adam adam j kramer coming to the show i should probably real quick just so here's the thing too so if you come on the show i'm not ignoring you i i try to learn a lot about the topic as i'm sitting down here Mm -hmm. doing this so if you're listening like there's no prep to this. We right. like on my end, and I and I, and the reason I do that is I'm not trying to dig your research and stuff. Like I want to learn as we go, and I want to have natural conversation right. questions. So if, for people who don't know, but anyway, um, Adam is uh, he was born in Pottsville and he grew up in School County and North Cumberland area. Uh, he played in a few bands. Uh, he knows Tyler uh, from Condition Oakland, who's been on the show a couple times, and he's. Uh, He's been doing a pretty strong connection between the music scene down here in, in the uh, Rochester and Buffalo, New York area. And he does his own podcast, and we're going to talk about his stuff next week. And that'll be next Saturday um, around the same time. So I, I try not to – I don't – I probably should promote more when I'm having somebody on the show, but I kind of like – I like to keep you on your toes. Like, kind of, ex- if you're going to get an interview, it's going to be on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. So we might just surprise, bang, we're live. Um, and then the following – so this is 90 – Eight. Ninety-eight. That'd be ninety-nine, and then episode one hundred, a hundred episodes in three years. We did it. It's gonna be Brian Todd, who's actually in the chat. Is gonna be our episode, and we didn't plan this. I said I'm not gonna like schedule who's gonna be the hundredth. Whoever the first one, we if we just book him in order. Right. And uh, it could have been. It almost was you. You know what? And it would have it would have been really interesting because CHDs are one in one hundred. Yeah. Like so, and this is CHD. Well, the seventh. What's the day? The seventh. Yeah. No, tomorrow. The seventh no, through the fourteenth is is CHD Awareness Week. But typically, we celebrate it the whole month. And I went yeah. out all out this year. Well, for, for Valentine's Day, and we put up decals in the house and some hearts and stuff like that. I didn't really do it beforehand, but now that he's older. He knows a lot more, so I put up like a happy Valentine's Day sign, and there's 
window clings all over the place and i'm sure my mother-in-law loves it she came out and i'm hanging hearts everywhere window I'm clings that's, that's <laughs> those 90 lego windows I cling. Yeah. yeah they're great uh yeah so episode 100 will be brian uh he's gonna come in and talk about music and he's been on i was going back to the old episodes he was on like not cool in high school episode 10. i think it was still called things that were not cool in high school i have to check that out then. yeah that we have the show even had a different name it was called things that were not cool in high school oh wow and then we dropped the things that were I just kept not cool in high school. Um, but yeah, he was on that. And we had him on. And then he's going to come on and talk about um, his his recent uh, garage band thing he's been doing where he makes cool music and the, the Boilo song and then the new song that's out. Oh, my kids the, love the Boilo song too. Just. The Stairway to Heaven. Oh, Brian's Stairway, Stairway to Heaven. It's <laughs> a 12-minute song. Um, so he's going to come on and we're going we're gonna to hang out. Um, not sure if that's it'll probably be over video i'm not sure i mean you're welcome to come here in person it's completely up to you whatever you're comfortable with but that'll be that's going to wrap up for february and then we're going to be off the 27th i have nothing booked for the 27th and then uh, i got some people i have two interviews in march i think i'm going to try to keep it at two to three a, m- a month i'm not going to try to do every single set right i got uh, i think even bang your beers i think we're going to talk tomorrow and limit that show to two two episodes a month instead of doing every single sunday because i need to start spending more time with friends and family i don't see people and everyone's like, I haven't seen you in forever. I'm like, because I work Monday through Thursday on night shift. And then I'm sleeping when everyone's awake. And then on my weekends, I'm only doing this. Mm-hmm. So it's, I got to, I got I to, gotta, I don't want to take time away because I really, really enjoy doing this. But I, I, I'm neglecting no, I the wife it. and friends I, and I family. I haven't it. talked to my mom and I haven't seen my mom in like three months. We can go out uh, and hang out. <laughs> yeah, we can actually hang out. So yeah, I'm going to, not dialing back, but uh, we're still going to do every, every Friday will be an episode. But oh. Yeah, so that'll do it. Uh, interviews with everyday people. Thank you so much again. Yeah, thanks, everyone. I really yeah. appreciate everyone it. Everyone who hung out and 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 uh, and and played along and talked. I really yeah. really appreciate it. Um, you have to do it by phone. Not a problem. Well, do you have a webcam? You do like a camera so we can people can see your beautiful face. We'll talk details. We don't have to do it now. But anyway, thank you guys. <laughs> Whoever shared, like I said, share this. Tell other people to share it. Let's get more people involved for a chance to win a $100 gift card from uh, yeah, Lisa Brady. Abaddon Tattoo. <laughs> um, and you can get your cool little tattoo. Um, thank you guys so much. And we'll see you guys next time.